GameZillaMedia.com. Video game makers believe that their products are starting to attract a whole new market. The voice of the gaming generation. The competition in this industry is so fierce, but we did manage to get a glimpse into the future. Real gaming opinions. The obvious question is, of course, how long will this smashing success last for video games? The last line of the major gaming news. The GameZilla Podcast. Look, that comes one of the Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grim, and with me remotely, the butteriest man I know, Sir... It's just Butterboy, guys. It's just Butterboy. I can't even do Sir. What's up, buddy? Man, taking the Sir away is like taking me from being like a real fresh churned lump of Amish butter. I mean, we can leave the Sir. (laughs) And and when when I'm just Butterboy, I feel like chemical-based popcorn topping is what i feel like. yeah well i mean <laughs> exactly yeah you just uh, chemical powder mixed with some some <laughs> weird goo but um yeah no i was gonna go down the road of like sir reginald you know but like but then i just like nah nah that, that ain't that we just were literally talking about about in the pre-show we were literally talking about you using trash silverware like and by trash silverware i mean like silverware you pull out of the trash and use i'm saying i would do it i'm not saying i have done yeah but we all know you have and i'm just saying that like most things are cool once you've boiled (laughs) yeah just boil it kill the germs and you're good right this is why i couldn't i couldn't do by boiling I we couldn't dupe our, our listeners with giving you such a proper name, knowing that, you know, you've, you've, you're doing these things. I just can't, I just can't, I can't lie to the people. Okay. Can't do it. Like, like I boiled everything that came up, came in my home. The week I stopped boiling things is the week I got COVID a year ago. So I'm just saying you, boiling could, could have been the solution. We just, we didn't even try it. The science, they didn't even talk about it on the, on the TV. No one would take my calls when I tried to get on CNN. I was like, do we try boiling stuff? And no one called me back. This is why none of your video games work, though, because you boil them all. <laughs> Everything's boiled. That's uh, why I, uh, that's why I've been playing a, a lot of GameCube. Yeah, somehow it survived. Uh, all right, everybody. Welcome to episode 368 of the Games Love Podcast, brought to you by our patrons. Yeah, thank you so much to all of our supporters on Patreon. Uh, you keeping this podcast going. We appreciate you. Patreon.com slash Games Media is where you can go to become a patron if you are not. Patreon starts as low as $1 per month, and we got some cool perks. And, uh, well, you know, bonus shows, extra stuff, goodness coming your way. Some cool bonuses from the Last Action Podcast and Noobs and Dragons as well. Other shows available at GameZillaMedia.com. And you could be part of the live recording of the GameZilla Podcast in our stage in the GameZilla Media Discord channel if you're a patron. Like our guy Super Lars hanging out with us here, enjoying keeping that chat going and uh, chiming in here during the recording of the show. So, uh... Let me boil it down to for you. It's a good time. If you're a patron, go to patreon.com slash gamezilla media. I knew you were going to work in there somehow. I knew it. I try. I try. I got to yeah. add some foolishness in when I can. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and like we said, Super Lars is hanging out with us right now. And, you know, he's helping shape this show into the elite video game podcast that it is every week. Every week. So today he starts it off strong with saying, "Should I get chicken wings?" The answer is Only always if boiled. The boiled answer wings. I was going to tell you the answer is always yes, I, boiled or not. But 
but you know, you you uh, you take Butter Boy's advice there if you want. Don't discount the tenderness of a boiled chicken wing. Flavorless, yes. Tenderness off the chart. <laughs> it's like sous vide before sous vide. Just boil it. <sighs> Go enjoy yourself some wing stop there, Super Lars. That's that's my recommendation. But uh, we got some news to talk about today. We had some uh, some some good stuff hit the. Hit the uh, the good old video game news channels, and uh, I'm excited to get into some of it and and uh, really dive into some thoughts on our first topic. PlayStation State of Play went down. Um, this was going to be kind of focused around Japanese developers and and a lot of the a lot of Japanese releases. So it was one that like right out the gate, I wasn't necessarily like couldn't wait to see uh I, I felt like probably a lot of these projects are going to be things that maybe just didn't hit home for me personally but i was wrong i stand corrected and so we're, we're just going to go through the, the the show itself wasn't giant so like there's, everything that i'm going to mention literally is the show i'm not going to be skipping over stuff like we do sometimes because some of these directs and presentations get a little too long so I'm going to go through these. A couple of them I know Butterboy and I have talked about, uh, and then other ones I think we're, we'll, we'll kind of skip through quicker because they just they don't really hit. Uh, they don't really do anything for us. So, But the first one that I wanted to, to talk about was really surprising and ca- caught me off guard. And I, I literally I read like a little like snippet from uh, when, like on my Pixel. I was like on my news feed, and I saw something, and I'm like, what what is this from Capcom and it's called Exo Primal Exo Primal coming in from Capcom and everybody basically you know we've been waiting for to see what Capcom was going to bring next and this was kind of a a debut for this game um how can i put this it's the future you are in these exoskeleton like mech suits and portals are opening up all over your city and just dumping. And by dumping, I mean, like, think like a faucet turning on dinosaurs into your city. I'm here for it. <laughs> so, I mean, like, when, right there, right then and there you go, yep, it, that's definitely Capcom. Yes, I'm definitely interested when can I play it? Like, that's basically how I felt about this game. And so uh, you watch the trailer, and sure enough, it, I mean, it it literally, it kind of, like, I don't know about if this felt like to you, but, like, the mech side of it kind of felt like Anthem. Like, in a good way. Not in, like, Anthem bad way. Like, in the way of, like, you had these different javelin suits or whatever, and, like, so you see, like, the tanky guy, and he's he's pulling the shield up and he's, he's, you know, he's just sitting here creating a blockade and just keeping like hundreds of Raptors like in place. And then you have like the, you know, the DPS guy that's just got, you know, agility and, and he's, he's sitting there like moving around the chunkier, you know, the chunkier uh, mech suit and just starting, just laying out gunfire. And then of course you have like the, the super agility kind of flyer type uh, uh, exoskeleton suit that is doing stuff from the air. And so, in my head, instantly I go, the co-op side of this game really looks fun. You know, and they start to show other dinos and, like, almost like boss, you know, probably bosses you're going to encounter. And, of course, you know, you got the T-Rex. You got the uh, you, you got the uh, giant triceratops with red glowing eyes that are, that's charging you. 
looks looks ridiculous. Looks insane. I can't wait to find out more about this game. So here is is some of the roller coaster of of emotions that I went on during this. So I saw that this was a Capcom game. Yeah. I looked at art style. I saw dinosaurs and I was instantly like, yes, Dino Crisis is coming back. Yeah. Which is what everyone thought. Yep. And I was like, oh, this is in third person. Oh, there's mech suits. Man, they're trying a really bold new direction for Dino Crisis. (laughs) Like, I was like, I don't know. It looks fun, though, but I'm not. I'm not mad, but I'm a little confused at what they're doing with Dino Crisis. And then I'm like, oh, this isn't Dino Crisis. <laughs> like, I was, like, riding the wave of confusion the entire time. And I was like, oh, this is a, this is, this is a different game. Yeah, um, but, but in the same time, it, like, worked out, I think. Because, like, yeah, Dino Crisis would have been cool to see, like, relaunch. But at the same time, this is, like... It looks it looks insane, and I mean, again, we're we're judging everything off of the first trailer. It looks fun, you know. It's twenty forty three. It's in the future. Why why are these rifts like ripping open in the above cities and dumping hundreds and hundreds of of dinosaurs into them? And like, it's like norm. It looks like it's normal life for these people because like when it's about to happen, they almost predict it like a storm's coming in and the alarms go off and all the normal people in the city evacuate. And then like the exosuit people show up and like, all right, let's do this again. <laughs> like, you know, so it's just the norm for them. But um, in another article I just pulled up, they literally say it gives serious Anthem meets World War Z vibes. That's the other half of it that I meant, like that I needed. So Anthem, I was I was on par with the Anthem feel of this of the mech suits and the com and the combination of the mech suits. But then you literally have the World War Z like vibes of just hordes of dinosaurs just racing at you, and it's coming to the PS4 and PS5 um, sometime in 2023. So it gives it gives Butterboy time to get a hold of a PS5. It does. It it gives it gives me it gives me plenty of time to try and lock one down. I'm sure they'll still be impossible to find a year from now. Probably. But yeah. here here's a, a a glimmer of hope slash a a little nugget of concern. Did you try Second Extinction? I, I haven't. No. I didn't find it tremendously fun. Yeah, now, but I this tried looks playing better. it on my own. But <laughs> so when, exactly. So when you're like, it looks fun, that's one way to describe it. Like I'm like, all right, this looks more over the top in a fun way, where uh, Second Extinction looked much more back for blood, ask a little more realistic, and also in in a in a game where there's so much coming at you, I find the third person more mentally manageable. Yeah. No, I agree. I think. Like when it's first person and sh- just running at you, I have a hard time in first person feeling overwhelmed. But when I can see my character and I have a, a larger uh, field of view, I think I can like emotionally manage that better. So th- there's at least a couple aspects of this game that make it more appealing. Because originally when we saw the trailer for Second Extinction, I'm like, hell yes, hordes of dinosaurs to murder. Let's let's get this. Yeah. And then I played it and I was like, oh, this uh, wasn't for me. Like, so, so far, like the horde based games haven't necessarily been something that, that have clicked with me. Yeah, but, but this, this is going to, looks... ch- this is it. This is what's going to yeah, change this it. Could be. This could is, be I'm it. calling it right now. I'm calling it as early as I possibly can call it. This game is going to be a game changer for us. Okay. 
not only does it look fun, not only does it include dinosaurs, which is just a huge plus for us instead of, say, zombies, right? Not only do I, do I get the future world with, with future tech like I love, but it's also five-player co-op. It's not three-player destiny. It's not, I gotta, you know, gotta grind my way up to high levels so I can play six-player, you know, dungeon destiny. It's five-player co-op. And um, you know what? This is it. We're, this, this is the game that's going to change our lives. Important question. Is it also coming to the PS4? Because the odds of me buying a PS5 are exorbitantly low. I did say PS4 and PS5. So, um, nice. So it's so gonna yeah. have, it'll have cross-generation. Yeah. So you'll, your game will look and run awful while we all enjoy yes. it on a proper system. But you will tactically per- be able to pretend like you are playing with us, even though you you'll just be in loading screens. So well, what I'll do is I I'll, I won't play with my glasses on, so go. I won't yeah. notice a fidelity issue. I'm just like yeah, it's yeah. all blurry anyway. Perfect. Now now you're talking. Now you now you're getting it. You're, you can't count these... frames if you can't see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. It looks it looks absolutely ridiculous. It was it was the surprise announcement, honestly, for me. Um, out of the like the entirety of the show and that's and that that goes a long ways from because there's another piece in this show that really really like i love but this was that one that's like i knew i don't think anyone knew anything about this game so the fact that it dropped and it looked the way it looked i was like okay this is sweet i'm so excited so um, by the way, the dinosaurs rifting into our world. The I didn't realize that we had an expert in the uh, chat, but we want to welcome Player One Miggy into the the games little live chat. He answered our question. It's probably global warming. So now we have it. All right. So I mean, that seems right. Yeah. Our our next uh, our next announcement is the uh, the the Dio Field Chronicle or whatever. So I mean, this is a this is a Player One Miggy game. Uh, it's, it's not Final Fantasy Tactics. It's not Fire Emblem either, but it's close. Um, you got anything to say about this? The, the art style look cool. Um, about what I give it. Yeah, I mean, it looks nice. Like, like <laughs> you mentioned, there, there's a tremendous. The vast majority of this PlayStation Direct are uh, games that are minimally to completely unappealing to me. This one, at least, I was like, I don't know, if if I were to come across a demo of this, I might want to at least give it a try, because it, it it looks like it, it could be a fun strategy game. Yeah. Um, I mean, over, I'll never overall. play it, but, you know, we'll ask Player One Miggy what he thought once it's out. Uh, next, next announcement is uh, Valkyrie Elysium. Uh, good news is it's a Valkyrie profile game. Bad news, it's more action than RPG. And it also looks like it was released nine years ago. So, uh, not for me. While watching the trailer for this, I actually made a vow to myself <laughs> that I will not play any games where the protagonist of the game runs like a moron with their arms behind them like it's Naruto. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know why that's any way that a character has you ever move, been designed to run. You move faster that well, way. Like, Aerodynamic, man. You don't no, you, you run like no like you watch the Olympics, there's there's they all no run like one that. What are you talking about? Running with their arms like the Olympics that I watch at least they design characters to do that. And I was like, you know what? That is a hallmark <laughs> of saying this game isn't for you because the 
simple mechanic of running was designed moronically. I mean, this and is coming from someone that doesn't know how to run, though. Like, like I don't, I, like I honestly can't I mean, take. I know you in in real life, so I can't take anything you're saying right now realistic because I've seen you on a soccer field. Okay. I may not know how to run myself, <laughs> but I certainly have seen other human beings run in real life from a distance. I've never been involved in well anything standing beyond, still beyond a beyond a mall walk. That's as fast as I move. You better be careful uh, on those mall walks. Okay. Yeah. You, I could pull a hammy and be done <laughs> in wheelchair for the rest of my life. Um, but the, the lean forward arms back, like I'm out. I don't I don't need it. I don't need any games that have the protagonist running like that in any way. I'm just saying when you watch Olympic level runners, you know what they do? They lean forward. Yeah, but they, their arms also move forward. Well, they're backwards. fools. They're wasting not, energy. Okay. They haven't they haven't they haven't they're they're only doing that to slow themselves down a little bit so that way they can continue to beat world records. If they just let their hands lay back like like in like we're talking about, all the records would be shattered and then they would never be able to actually be any faster. They would have hit their cap. So so it's it's literally conspiracy theory of the Olympic Games and 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 the running committee of of the world that basically you have to swing your arms to create a little bit of extra drag so that there's going to so that we can gradually increase these speeds and continue to look like humankind is actually advancing when really we're not. I mean, you're the athlete out of the two of us, so I, I have to take what you're saying as factually <laughs> true. I can't dispute that in any way. But what what I what I know for sure is there's only one acceptable time in the history of probably the entire earth that it's acceptable to run like a dummy with your arms tucked behind your back like you're from from Naruto. And that's if you're storming Area 51 with a bunch of other neck <laughs> That's the only time, only time that that's that's gonna. That's I mean, gonna they did it, and you. none of them got caught. Yeah, you're you're right. It's because they had the they're too the, fast. The, the arms back, yep. the the peak, the peak of they, they are the apex of of human movement. <laughs> <laughs> so now I won't play this game. <laughs> I mean, you're a dinosaur guy. Think of some of these fast dinosaurs and how they ran. I mean, like they they legit lean forward. No, and all, little arms are either tucked in in front or they're back, man, and they just hauling. Oh, see, if there's a game where there's someone who tucks their arms like beneath their chin and just charges forward, like they're ready to headbutt at any given time, totally different. I'm in, but it's the arms back. Like to me, that creates more drag <laughs> than if you were to be like a little ball running forward. The man. the, ar- the arms back. It, I can't do it. Nah, nah. It's like a wing on a car, right? Your arms are back. You're breaking the wind with your front of your body, and then the wind is now. Now you have your arms in the back where you can kind of adjust to create more downward, you know, uh, airflow to kind of keep your feet on the ground, get that extra traction from your new balances. Yeah, um, I'm a Only Skechers a... guy, so there's another reason. <laughs> I mean, I'm not yeah, run that's like why that. you suck. Skechers I mean, aren't designed to go yeah, that fast. New yeah. balances. That's all. That's that's for your. That's for your active. Yeah, middle to uh, to to geriatric gentlemen like a <laughs> right. New Balance. Yeah, yeah. For active, yeah, I'm, I'm talking. I'm talking pure white with the with those with that with that navy oh. blue ooh, in on the ooh, side, ooh, and you're ooh, good ooh, to go. White white, them, 
them is cold. <laughs> them is the coldest shoes. Okay, we are going the way <laughs> go way off track and we are talking about video games still anybody that like jumps to this part can be like wait is this a sh- is this like a, a, a sneaker podcast sneaker geriatrics a new show i'm, I'm a, like you're always like yeah did you see the new pumas i was like nah i just been shopping crocs yeah you the croc guy on the new balance guy oh good god <laughs> Um, but we were referencing Valkyrie Profile, or no, sorry, not Valkyrie Elysium, a Valkyrie Profile game, and uh, and Butterboy was knocking how the characters run in that game. Okay, we're gonna move on from that. That's another player one making game. Right I'm there. honestly, I'm I'm never emotionally gonna move on from this conversation. <laughs> that was one of the best. That was one of the best rants you and I have ever had in 368 episodes. This this goes down as a top as a top moment in my book. <clears throat> emotionally stunt me for the rest of my life. Yeah, yeah. I'm we're the number one. Balance, we're the number one New Balance podcast on on all 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 platforms now. And all dads would be listening to this right now. I agree with player one, Miggy. All right, dude. It, we we have we have the the casual recreational drip podcast. Like we're ready for it. <laughs> we're converting. Like, we're converting the 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 dads, the new balance dads into gamers. Is what we're doing. We're we we're just we're walking into stores that aren't video game stores, and we're just just enough to get our foot in there where they where they pay attention to us, and then we're pulling them right in to Gamezilla. Is what we're doing. You know, testing the waters, seeing seeing who we can convert. Few men walking the face of the earth have a stronger Costco clothes drip than me. Like I got that Costco <laughs> clothes look locked. Yeah, we also converting gamers into New Balance dads because we know that those are the, those are the treads you need with those arms back and you leaning forward to get that top speed. All right. Anyways, if, if you're the athlete, man, I, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Anyways, moving on to some news that was exciting for me. Returnal Ascension gets announced, which is an upcoming update to the video game Returnal, uh, and it will add both a co-op mode and a new area, which is uh, basically a huge tower that you have to work your way up floor by floor. So almost kind of like a horde mode, but just in tower form. Um and this is just an update coming to the game. So this is super cool. Returnal was a game that that's the last thing that's made me turn on my my PS5 was Returnal. And I it was an awesome game, very pretty. Uh Housemark did a fantastic job, you know, their most their most uh advanced game they've ever developed and it it is a fan it is awesome. And the fact that co-op is a thing now, I will 100% go back to this game. I would love to run through this game in some co-op fashion, for sure. The tower mode, I mean, I'll check it out. It's probably not something that, like, I'm necessarily, like, all gung-ho for. Um, because the game itself is kind of a tower mode in a way. So, I mean, it's just, like, another form of it. But, um, but yeah, I really, really like the, the idea that they're adding co-op to this game. Yeah, it just seems like a game that's designed in a lot of ways to be fun to yeah. have be a shared experience you know because it's 
it's chaotic it's it's bombastic it's quick it's fun it's shooting it's there's so much going on and it just seems like it's gonna be a fun experience to share with another person and this was another uh this was another moment of showing off returnal as being like the only game i feel like i've missed out on by not owning a ps5 because yeah this was another example of like this game looks dope yep exactly so i'm i'm all about that that's pretty cool uh, Ghostwire Tokyo gets announced after that, which is Tango's action adventure set in Tokyo with a healthy side order of supernatural stuff. Uh, it's coming out March 22nd, and ahead of that, we got this launch trailer. This is a game that I know some people are very excited for. I just don't think it just it it really doesn't move the needle for me. I'm not you know maybe this is a player one mega game. Maybe that's what this is, and, and you know like and uh, I just I don't know for me even though it's it's there's some aspects of it that are interesting to me. I just don't think I'm going to get into it. it. It does look weird. Yeah, despite the fact that it seems like people can run mechanically like human beings, it still seems too weird and too out there for anything I would consider playing. So for that reason, I'm out. For Sp- <laughs> Exactly. There we go. Forspoken was uh, showing off after that. Another game we already yeah. knew. We already knew about Forspoken, uh, for, yeah, Forspoken before this, for better or worse. Got a new gameplay focus trailer showing a lot of jumping and even more combat. Um, it's gory, and and it and looks you, cool. It looks it looks. I mean, looks all right. This one maybe I, you're I, more into than I am. Yeah, I I definitely am. There there's some aspects of like the movement that I'm like, well, that seems like over the top and like. Silly, like like the the way the characters were doing like flips and stuff. I was like, I don't know, it looks like a little bit too much. But the actual combat and stuff and the the visuals and the level design, like, were looking really cool to me. And that seems like just on that cusp where a lot of times I complain with um like action games like that that there's too many explosions and too many colors and too much going on. And I'm like, whoa, this is overstimulating like i would have a hard time like grasping what was going on playing this game this game is really on the border of that from what i can see in the trailer but it has enough other things going that seem appealing to me to make me think i would want to try this game okay uh after that we end up with stranger of paradise final fantasy origin Uh, another this another one of those this game is out soon so here's a trailer showcase uh the game does come out on ps4 and ps5 march 18th and it's uh means nothing to me a final fantasy doesn't necessarily hit the way it used to for me i think the next final fantasy that they might they might like gain my interest is just the next main final fantasy so what final fantasy 16 it would be i guess yeah I did play 15 and I actually played the entire game and, and en- enjoyed it. But um, yeah, this one, I mean, for Final Fantasy fans, I'm sure you're excited. For me, doesn't do anything. If Square Enix made it, I'm generally an int- uninterested most of the time. <laughs> I'm generally interested. I mean, wait. Um, Who am I becoming? And all of a sudden my arms are ripped behind my back and I'm being controlled like a puppet. <laughs> He's just running with his arms back. Just I look at oh my, my reflection God. in the window, and I I have a Naruto headband and big like Dragon yeah. Ball hair. I'm like, who you am can, I come? Somehow you could visually see the wind just cutting around him, even though he's still going very slow. <laughs> uh, yep, amazing. 
Um, yep, you try a JRPG one time. It's yeah, a ga- it's a gateway. Miggy wanted me wanted to let us know it's Final Fantasy plus Dark Souls. Uh, yeah. So as as he put it, I will agree with him. Not for me. I'm good. All right. This next one is one that normally I don't like. I'm I'm actually very excited for this, and I think a lot of times uh, it wouldn't have hit for me, but Gundam Evolution. A free cool, to man. a free to play multiplayer shooter set in the Gundam universe. Uh, it was actually announced last year for the PC, but this westernized trailer shows that it's also coming to the PS4 and PS5 later this year. So first of all, it's free to play. You know, and I'm, there's going to be microtransactions and battle passes and whatever else you, you can imagine comes along with a free to play game. But the other thing for me is a I more recently got into Gundam as far as watching some of the shows and I really got into it. Like it was, I I enjoyed watching them, but at the same time, I like mech games, but there's one thing about mech games that generally ends up disappointing me. And that is I will watch a trailer for a mech game and go, Oh, cool. I'm finally a mech game. And then I'll buy it. And then I'll get, I'll get the game. I'll get in the mech and it'll be a sluggish, not fun experience because the mech is just this giant robot that they want to make it feel like it weighs a thousand tons and like, you know, and it's powerful and stuff, but it just doesn't move. And, and from this trailer and just from knowing Gundam, like you don't have that you're in giant robots, but they move, man. And, and like, it just looks fun. It looks chaotic. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be cool. And I mean, it really is. It's overwatch with the Gundam skin on it. It's really what it looks like. So, and that's what Mickey just said too in the chat. So, I mean, for me, I'm uh, I'm actually pumped for this one, especially because it's free to play. I will totally give this a try. The fact that I haven't tried it on a PC is uh, I didn't know about the game honestly. So, like, this is this is to me, this is the uh, trailer that brought that brought the attention. And maybe if I think about this, maybe if if it got announced a year ago on PC, maybe I actually end up watching most of my Gundam after that and that's why it didn't register for me but now it does yeah i mean i've i played some, a bunch of the gundam games that were out on like ps2 and i always found them fun um i find the the actual design of the suits very uh very appealing and diverse like it's it's one of those things that Again, I've talked plenty of times in the show how a lot of Japanese stuff is in no way appealing to me. Giant robot fighting suits is appealing to me. Yeah. And this gameplay did look really fun, team-based combat. And if it's free to play, I don't see any reason why I wouldn't give it a try. I'm, I, odds I spend any money on it, almost zero. But give it a try and see if it's fun. Giant robot fights, I'm down. Exactly. Uh, I'm going to skip over and just kind of, I want to get to the bottom of this list. Uh, uh, Trek to Yomi, not interested. Not not for me. You got anything to say on this one? <laughs> Coming no. in the spring, uh, not just for PlayStation, it's going to be on Steam. Uh, Moody Side Scroller looks Japanese as hell, but it's actually being developed by um, Riot Civil Unrest developers and uh, Shadow Warrior Studio, Flying Hog, which that aspect of it is cool because Shadow Warrior is insane, but um, but uh, it just yeah, it just doesn't interest me. My uh, my the next one. JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Brawler R. 
It's not so, actually not actually a new game. It first released back in 2013 on the PS3. This is just a cleaned up version with the new hardware and 50 playable characters instead of 32. So here's the thing. I have heard of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. And then I was confused to find out that JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, this thing I heard about, because for all I know, it is a television show or a video game. I was surprised to find out that there is a fighting game whose name is JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Yeah. I never once looked up anything about it because I said to myself, you know what fighting game I'm never going to play? <laughs> a game called JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. And then I watched this trailer and I was like, I like cell shading as an art style Yeah, for video games. Obviously, I'm a big Borderlands lover. This game kind of looks like ass. Like <laughs> the visuals of it looked bad in my eyes. I mean, the game so is the game, the, nine years old. Clean it up better. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I'm playing Borderlands 2 right now, and I don't think it looks like ass, and I'm playing it on a Switch. Uh, okay, you, got a, you made a point. You made a, a very valid point right there. And normally I don't. Normally my points are nonsense. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. Well, yeah, neither one of us are interested in JoJo's. Got it. But this next one, I'm very excited for. It's as close to a new War of Monsters game I think we're going to get, and that is Gigabash coming in 2022, PS4, PS5, kind of that, that top-down uh, style arena f battle, just just kaiju, ver kaiju monsters duke it out in the city, go i mean it's power stone it's 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 that it looks it looks cool big king of the monsters vibes i was instantly excited like this game just looks fun and it, the, the the thing that's going to make or break for me with this game is is it is it pick up and play fun because this is the game that i would want to have my friends over or members yeah. of my family who have who like have never played the game before and i would like them to be able to buy the third round of playing it understand the basics of the game and have fun playing it yeah uh, yeah because that's where this game's gonna be the most fun is handing a controller to a friend or a family member and just beating each other up and smashing up some buildings and if and if it is pick up and play then i think this one's gonna be a home run yeah, it, the trailer looked really fun. Um, you know, visuals are cool. The power ups looked really neat. The mega looks like mega or gigaforms where they get gigantic. You know, you get gigantic and and have all these super you know super uh, finisher moves and all sorts of stuff. Looked looked just right up my alley as far as a, a kaiju, uh, just fan Godzilla fan. It, right, it definitely checks all the boxes and looks like it does. It looks like a fun. Hopefully, it's a fun party game. So. All right, that leads me into the biggest announcement, uh, and that's, it's kind of crazy to say this, but the biggest announcement for me and for a lot of people my age, I think, uh, is... Old cats. Uh, old cats. Is the announcement of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Cowabunga Collection. First of all, one of the greatest names of a collection that you could have ever done. Like, congratulations on doing such an amazing job. This collection includes 13 TMNT games from the 8-bit and 16-bit consoles released to handheld games, uh, releases to handheld games and arcade classics, and will be out later this year, 2022. Uh, the games includes 
Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the arcade, Turtles in Time, the arcade, uh, TMNT for the NES, uh, TM TMNT 2 for the NES, TMNT yeah. 3 for the NES, which is the Manhattan Project. We have Tournament Fighters for the NES. We have Turtles in Time Super Nintendo, which is TMNT 4. We have the Superior TMNT Tournament Fighters for the Super Nintendo. Yeah. We have TMNT, the Hyperstone Heist for Sega Genesis, one arguably potentially the best Turtles game ever. Um, underrated. underrated uh, super sure. underrated. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Tournament Fighters for the Sega Genesis. You get all three versions. And then we uh, then we just got to, you know, you got to top it off with the big boys. TMNT, Fall of the Foot Clan for the original Game Boy. TMNT. Can, can I, in, oh. in all sincerity... That game is actually really fun. I, I have the yeah. cartridge of that. I've been playing it since I was a kid. That's actually an underrated game on the Game Boy, no doubt. And I was really excited to see it was in this collection. Yeah. Uh, TMNT 2, Back from the Sewers for the Game Boy. And TMNT 3, Radical Rescue for the Game Boy. That is the list. Uh, in addition to PlayStation, this will be available on the Xbox, PC, and Switch. Uh, and it will have physical copies if uh, if you're looking to add this, which I 100% want to put this on my wall. So um, this is huge. Um, one thing Super Lars is is putting in the chat, um, and I hadn't I hadn't read this yet, but he's saying only the arcade games have online co-op. Otherwise, you're going to have to work with local. Which I mean, that kind of I, I guess I can kind of see how that might work. So. Um, without having to like actually like re redevelop some of these games to function properly with online co-op. But either way, this is a fantastic collection of games that like we, I mean, I have, honestly, I have most of these games on my game wall in their original form because they really haven't been released in another form. Like we've gotten like the turtles arcade back in like, what did we get that in? Like, xbox 360 days or something like it's it's floating around there somewhere i think but without emulation some of these have not seen the light of day yeah so if i recall there was the the turtles arcade did hit like the the xbox live arcade or something like that along that line and also we got a sort of ass ugly <laughs> remake of turtles in time that had like a new 3d art style and i i remember ass ugly's harsh but it didn't have the same charm as the original oh turtles yeah, in yeah. Time. how about ugly as ass how about that yeah yeah it, it, <laughs> it, it was it was only offensive to my eyes not yeah. most people's eyes yeah some people will look at ass and be like oh that's a nice ass other people look at ass and go oh god ass right so like ugly as ass you know not ass ugly because then yeah, we're just yeah. assuming the ass is ugly. We're going to go ugly as ass, you know, take it back one notch. Yeah, like, like honestly, <laughs> as, as a heterosexual man, what it looked like was a nice man's ass. I'm not that interested in seeing it. Yeah. But what, we're not talking a Ryan Reynolds yeah. ass. We're talking like maybe like, you know, knowing, knowing Butterboy and what he likes to stare at. We're talking about probably like a Danny DeVito ass. Yeah, and like there might be some <laughs> people that are into Danny DeVito, and like I'm trying to see that, but it, it's not for me. It wouldn't be an improvement. It wouldn't be enjoyable to my eyes. Yeah, yeah. So instead, we're just gonna get the actual Turtles in Time this time. This this time around, we don't have to worry about the Danny DeVito ass. So, um, 
God, this has been a weird episode, but <laughs> it's a fantastic collection. I can't wait. And on top of this, not only are we getting this awesome collection, but we're also getting an all-new Turtles game here uh, sometime this year that we've been seeing you know, trailers for and everything and, and getting super excited about, which I think it was what, Shredder's Revenge, right? And that's what I, I'm very curious to know when these games are going to release because I almost wonder if this could potentially cannibalize part of the sales of Shredder's Revenge or whatever it's called, which, again, looks like a really cool beat-em-up. I, I love everything about what I've seen. That's going to be a day one buy for me. But what I wonder is if someone were to have a finite amount of money they want to spend on Ninja Turtles video games, are wouldn't they potentially be more likely to want to buy the package with 13 classic games opposed to the new game? Like, we don't know what the price of the collection is going to be. We don't know what the price of the new game is going to be. And we don't know how close the release dates are going to be. I would hope that the release dates are four to six months apart so people can enjoy one without necessarily feeling like they're rushing into buying the other one. So that's my that's that was my only concern when I saw this release. I was like, well, when are we getting the new game? Because I'm very excited about this collection. It's going to be a day one buy for me. But... I, if they're only a month apart, I don't, I don't want to buy both these games back to back and be over turtled out. I want to spread it out and I want to be excited for each individual release. I understand what you're saying. I'm just going to simply say this. Don't be stupid. Buy them both and be happy that we're actually getting some quality TMNT stuff finally. And, uh, you know, and, and also like the, the idea that we're getting a lot of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles are we are, is this also signaling kind of like not that they not that TMNT has been dead by any means but are we seeing a resurgence and like and obviously there's been a lot of talk about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles finding its way into Fortnite here sooner than later and so like you're um, we're start I'm starting to like get this feeling like it's it's that next push right you know like we see these cartoons kind of go through cycles like when we remember when Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles during the 90s were the thing for us and they it's gone up and down through over over the years so are we about to see this next wave of Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and um and my, the thing that I'm happy about is that if we are they are coming out the gate with for me personally the best of the best with a new yeah, with a new game to slap on the side there. Yeah, it's a really nice collection. The new game looks really good, so there's there's plenty to be excited about. Uh, just uh, let's call it two weeks ago, I had my uh, seven year old nephew over and showed him the original Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie for the first time, and he was into it. And um, that was also my wife's first time seeing it. And then we watched the Toys That Made Us episode on Netflix, all about turtles. Yeah. So I was educating her about like how much I love turtles as a child. So this is, this is going to be nice something to share again with my nephew and with my wife to be like, these are the turtles games I used to play. They're, they're awesome. Um, and I think we're close. I think we're uh, closer than we are further away from finding out more about Seth Rogen's Ninja turtle project. Yeah, that's exactly. I, I think you're so right. I, I think, I think this right. is a big indicator of we're going to be really close to potentially actually seeing something or knowing more than Seth Rogen is working on a Ninja turtles project. I think especially I considering they released the voices of who was voicing the new turtles. As I well. think you're right. I think you are right. I think, um, I think this is big too, because I mean, you generally don't see this type of stuff. If, 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 if it hits Fortnite, that's a tell. 
right? I mean, we let's think about it. We're dealing with Spider-Man right now. Spider-Man film came out. We dealt with, you know, many times we dealt with Star Wars right around time. Star Wars stuff dropped. We've dealt with, uh, we've, we've had DC stuff, when DC thing. Like, it's all it all ties to the fact that there's there's other projects outside of the video game realm or or whatever that's, that's happening, and they're trying to create, they're trying to use the video game platforms to create excitement around just the IP in general. And so... If turtles do find their way even next season, which we're only what nine days away from, um, yeah. you know, that's to me that's a tell that some that that you're right. We're going to be hearing something from, you know, whoever Nintendo, Paramount, whatever, whoever. So, not Nintendo, sorry, Nickelodeon. So. All right. Well, that was the uh, the, the uh, PlayStation State of Play, and honestly, I, I really enjoyed it. I there was more there than I ex- that I ex- more than I expected that I was going to be interested in, and uh, definitely some things there that made me excited to have a PlayStation Five. So that's a, that's a win for Sony. I mean, they still need to do more. Um, not, I'm not gonna not gonna lie. They, they they still need to keep 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 it rolling, but. Um, for now, uh, I'm, I'm pretty satisfied with that show and we've spent the first 43 minutes of this episode talking about it. So I'm going to hand over the second piece of news to Butterboy here. He's going to tell us all about, uh, all about, uh, something coming from, from, uh, Activision Blizzard. Yeah, we finally got the, the announcement that, I mean, good Lord, with, with all the news surrounding Activision over the last a uh, month and a half or so that it's been since it was announced that Microsoft was uh, acquiring Activision Blizzard. One of the big questions was, hey, remember Overwatch 2? And hey, is Overwatch 2 dead? Because we haven't heard anything about it in a long time. Well, we finally got details that there is going to be a beta available for Overwatch 2, a PvP beta uh, available in April. So um, they showed off some more screenshots. We saw some of the new heroes uh, that are going to be in Overwatch. Just we can start speculating. This this is only going to be a PvP. The, the beta is not going to have any of the uh, PVE um, aspects of um, of Overwatch Two in it. So that is a little bit disappointing because that that's one of the things that I I really want to know is uh, what is the PVE experience going to be like? Because that's one of the reasons I kind of burned out on Overwatch originally is I just kind of got tired of the PvP loop, and it was always refreshing when we get those like little PvE mini-events. It's like, oh, this is really fun to do. Well, I want to know what, what what we're actually going to have gameplay-wise and how robust it's going to be, and is it, a, is it a full campaign? Is it going to be just horde modes? Like, what are they giving us? Um, so hopefully there'll be more information to come sooner rather than later, but that beta's coming up. Um, I don't know if it says what platform the beta is available on, so my assumption is going to be PC. It's a closed beta, so I mean, yeah, um, yeah, I'm not sure that we have that that info just yet. But um, it was interesting to hear how they explained this, though. I mean, the one quote that stuck out to me was today's change about the PvP and the PVE kind of being separated. Uh, the PvP. Uh, the, today's change in approach enables us to deliver frequent PvP content to the live game with the goal of far exceeding Overwatch's previous rate of content release and making the live game the most vibrant and dynamic PvP experience anywhere was was the quote from Keller. And so 
the whole thing here is we the knock that we had on Overwatch was unfortunately Overwatch kind of came out around that time where some other games launched and really kind of the game as a service and the the ever evolving style of a game where we're like you know Fortnite for example you know just because I have so much experience with Fortnite it changes every week. You know, like every week things like right now, like last week we had chickens in the game. This week, the chickens attack us and drop guns and do it like it evolves. It's it's alive. And and Overwatch kind of fell behind. It didn't have that functionality. And because of it, it was like, yeah, we're going to we're going to add we're going to add champions and we're going to do these things. But it just happened so, so few and far between that people just kind of stale, got stale. And so they're already talking about how the PvP side of this, they want to, you know, uh, you live in that, that new world. And so that's good. I, I like hearing that. But, you know, not having the PvE side in the, in the beta, like, yeah, that sucks. And, and it's something that I'm very interested in because that is, the, that is kind of like the big addition to a game that we already understand and the concept of, of the game that we already understand is so you're giving us a beta test of what we already are familiar with, with this game instead of the new stuff that you're adding to this game. So, I mean, it is what it is. I think we will eventually see PVE and, 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 and probably get some form of closed uh, beta for that or open beta for that as well. But, um, the alpha test, which will primarily involve Overwatch League players and Blizzard employees, started literally today. Uh, everyone else will be able to play Overwatch 2 and provide feedback by opting into the closed beta uh, due to arrive in late April. And you would do that through uh, Overwatch 2's website. Um, but they did give us a rundown on what the closed beta will feature. They're going to reduce team sizes from 6v6 to 5v5. There's four new maps. You got Circuit Royale, which is an escort map, Midtown, which is a hybrid map, New Queen Street, which is a new push map, and then Colossio, uh, which is a new push map. There's an all-new ping system in place, and the long-awaited debut of the of uh, thirty the the new hero, uh, Sojourn, um, and then hero reworks um, to Bastion, Doomfist. Uh, uh, Sombra and Orissa, I believe. Yeah. And so that's that's all they've listed for for this particular uh, beta, this PvP beta. So, but uh, yeah, I mean they 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 do talk about some new modes as well. So you know things like that that giving me a little more variety because I think I think that's kind of the thing with Overwatch is Overwatch was fun. I had nothing against Overwatch. I just got bored. You know, and and I think hopefully Overwatch Two, they learned from it. They're going to play. They're going to play the game that everybody else is playing, where they need to make it a game as a service and and a live, ever evolving game. Um, and that's Overwatch Two could really kind of bring back a ton of uh, you know a ton of hype around it. I mean, Overwatch League is still a thing, and competitive Overwatch is still a thing. But I but could you know could we see an Overwatch resurgence similar to? And this is a terrible example because. I feel like Halo Infinite had a really good kickoff and then it's kind of like stalled. But I mean, like Halo brought a lot, Halo Infinite brought a lot of excitement back to the multiplayer scene for Halo. So, um, you know, hopefully Overwatch 2 can do that as well. If if Overwatch 2 comes out as a full $60 title that's not available on Game Pass, the odds of me buying it pretty low. If it hits Game Pass, I'm absolutely going to play it. 
if they go and again i have no idea what their intentions are with this game but if they went more of the uh moba route the league of legends route of you know the rotating characters and it's a free-to-play game like i feel like they'd have a, a really big hit on their hands yeah and like they make a lot of money long term doing that then the loot boxes like i was never gonna buy loot boxes because whenever i'd unlock a loot box i always got garbage in it anyway so why am i gonna pay for garbage i'd rather pay for heroes i want to play as yeah exactly and I mean, Overwatch 2 is still slated currently for release sometime in 2023. So it's not like, you know, like right now we're in early, we're in early alpha beta and, and we still got some time here. Um, Keller, again, you know, came out and did say, I want to thank our players for your continued support. We recognize we haven't communicated well and we haven't kept you up to date. And honestly, we've let you down when it comes to delivering Overwatch content. We hear you and we're committed to more continual updates on all things overwatch 2 and i mean you know this is a big thing this is this is this is very important to them because overwatch you know in in, in its current state or whatever how you want to look at overwatch is still a very big ip for this for this company and now for and as long as it all goes through for microsoft at this point um you know so you, you want to make sure that you haven't uh damaged your community beyond repair I don't think you have. I think Overwatch is still, you know, a very cool game and it has lots of potential and lots of upside. But I mean, I understand there's been a lot going on in Activision and and Blizzard and, and all the allegations and, and all that stuff that's happening that's very negative to that company. It doesn't matter. You if you have a if you have a team that's working on Overwatch, you need to communicate. You need to you need to be you need to you know keep your fans, you know, it's semi in in the know in the know how here, semi giving some news so that they can hold on to uh, you know excitement and they can build they can build that hype for you and and continue to talk about your game because that's the thing about like how you how you kind of opened this up is like Overwatch Two is it still happening is it you know are, is the league dead like do, do we not care anymore like that those are legitimate questions for people like you and me that aren't you know haven't stayed within that world. I mean, we've moved on. And so now the question, like you said, is are you going to do enough to bring me back? So time will tell. Absolutely. One other, moving on, one other news thing that we, I don't know if we discussed that we were going to talk about, but um, Nintendo has delayed Advance Wars uh, 1 plus 2 rebooted or whatever the game is officially called yeah. due to the uh the ongoing war between Russia and Ukraine uh they felt that you know just at this time it was appropriate to delay uh, a game that's a- about war and taking over uh land and it just didn't seem appropriate so they have indefinitely delayed the game uh so it it's unfortunate for people that were excited to play the game but it is honestly a respectful and classy move that Japan made because the truth is there's uh People are suffering in 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 a a war right now and profiting off something that in some ways makes war cute and fun. Maybe not maybe not the best move right now. So yeah, no, nope. absolutely good good call, good good decision for sure. Um, and uh, I had one last topic too that we that we didn't discuss. We were going to talk about, but yeah, uh, okay, okay. I like yeah, bringing yeah. stuff on yeah, each other here. Yeah, there you go. Um, I saw it right before we got into the show, and that is that um, it's official. Um, we have a settlement between Twitch and Doc. 
Oh, really? Two years in the making here. We, uh, we've we been wondering if we would ever find out what uh, what happened there with one of the world's biggest streamers. But, um, but yeah, you know, the, the basically, I mean, if you don't know, I mean, he's still a gigantic icon in the, in the, in the content creation world, you know, doc is, uh, has, has settled with Twitch. They both have submitted paperwork. Uh, they both have told us nothing as to what happened. It will remain that way. And it has been confirmed that he will not be returning to Twitch. So there's some level of money that's been dealt with. Because uh, if you don't remember, he was, he was banned. No one knew why. Uh, permanently, permanently banned from Twitch. No one knew why. And um, then shortly after, he opened up class action lawsuit against them. And this is that settlement that's going on. But no party is taking fault. So in other words, Twitch is giving him money. But a lot, but, but but Doc's allowing them to say it's not my not our fault. So whatever happened, we'll probably never know. And uh, there you go. There's the most lame closing closure to one of the biggest uh, biggest content creation just news gossip craziness uh, ever to uh, you know to happen. Uh, and it's pretty, pretty, pretty disappointing, pretty lame. I was, I really was hoping one day that we would actually, uh, get some, some information about this, but there you have it. Who knows? Maybe someday he'll have a tell all book. Maybe there wasn't an NDA. I don't know. <laughs> right. But, uh, yeah, exactly. I right. mean, all things considered the guy took on Amazon. Let's not forget that Twitch is owned by Amazon. Yeah. And so the fact he's getting some money and he didn't just disappear <laughs> is, is impressive. So, uh, yeah, I guess good on him getting paid and moving on with his life. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, that's about it. That's that's the news. Uh, we don't need to really spend any more time on that. There's no information. So uh, there you guys have it. Those are the topics for today. If you want to keep talking about these topics, join the Discord. Come talk to us in the GameZilla podcast channel, and let's uh, let's keep keep the conversation rolling. But, uh, yeah, that's that's about all I have for the show. But we do want to thank our patrons one more time. Yes, thank you so much to all of our supporters. Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. It is your financial contribution that keeps the GameZilla podcast and GameZilla Media running. So thank you so much. And if you enjoyed the episode today, why not consider throwing us a dollar a month or more uh, to become a patron. Patreon.com slash GameZilla Media. All right, and thanks, everybody, for hanging out on episode 368. We appreciate you, all your support and love. And uh, wherever you're listening to us, make sure you hit that uh, hit that heart, hit that thumbs up, hit that subscribe button, leave a comment, give us five stars. It all helps us so much. So we appreciate you all. Thank you. And remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, game on. Game on. <laughs>